trigger warning. <laughs> this episode might be a little bit more of a challenging, very one-sided conversation. If you've been listening to me, you know I always say balance is a verb. I actually think I coined that, so feel free to quote me. <laughs> another another one of my favorite quotes is, if you quote yourself, aren't you just talking? That was another one. Beasy. I'm brilliant. Just kidding. Maybe that was what I needed to warn you about is my own self-aggrandizing at the beginning of episodes. But I don't know who needs to hear this. If you are feeling exhausted and stressed the fuck out and neglected, you have no one to blame but yourself. Okay, so if you're in level one or two, that was incredibly triggering. I'm sorry. Maybe go take a nap or have a bath or eat um, chocolate and then join me. (laughs) Because here's the thing. If we're exhausted, if we're stressed or if we're neglected, we have no one to blame but ourselves. And what happens when we are any of those things? I think someone in um, Recover Me was telling me you never want to be tired lonely, angry, or hungry. What was the anagram for that? Halt, 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 hungry, angry, lonely, tired, halt. And that was like really good fucking advice. But I mean, this was for somebody again in recovery because like addiction will get you if you're any one of those things, let alone multiple of those. Failure will also get you if you're any one of those things. You're grown up. I'm assuming if you're listening to this, it is up to you to find that balance in the moment. And that's why it's a verb. It is continually going to shift. I think this episode should be coming out just before silly season. So whether you're in the Northern hemisphere, the Southern hemisphere, the end of the Gregorian calendar year tends to be filled with obscene amounts of shopping, busy holidays, timeouts, you know, kind of depending like, Again, where you are in the world, work might be stopping-ish. is in like offices closing or schools are on breaks and your kids are going batshit or there's crazy fucking weather. And then there's like all of these expectations around shit you're supposed to do with family and friends due to the holidays. And you should talk to me about how I don't do the holidays. It's really amazing. You have to take care of you, my friend. It is up to you to find the balance. My business partner is like, I still don't have balance. And it's like, the, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. <laughs> like if you're choosing to work 24 seven, if you're choosing to do shit, you know, at the end of the day, it's always a choice always. And if you're telling yourself you have to, you should, you could blah, 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 check yourself, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Not just a Beastie Boys lyric. It is, it is a mantra for life. No one can do it for you. There is the ability to create balance in the moment. And I think I talk about this in my values episode, which I think I refer to in every fucking episode where we start to feel like we are martyring ourselves as if we are sacrificing our values. So just a really good thing to figure out is what is most important to you and then honor that every fucking day. One of the first exercises I do with my clients is a values assessment, which is not just what's so important to you, but how often are those showing up in your day to day rated on a scale of one to 10, anything falling like short from a five, what, what are you going to do about it? If you are falling prey to scarcity, fear, distraction, 
it's because you're exhausted, stressed, and neglected. You're neglecting what's most important to you, aka your values. Now you'll hear like manifestation and law of attraction and abundance and blah, blah, blah. It's like focus on the very real, <laughs> the 50% of the scale that is positivity. There is every chance of success, every, just as much as chance of success as there is a failure. It's a 50-50, right? So if you're spending all of your time thinking about all of the shit that's going to happen, and then you're experiencing a bunch of shit. Like, are you not seeing a correlation there? There's no one coming to rescue you. You are your own knight in shining armor. So pick up that fucking sword, polish up the armor, and take responsibility for your situation. Now, there is a fuck ton to balance in business. Don't get me wrong. It is overwhelming on the best of days. But here's the thing. You can, you can actually find the enjoyment. It's like when I used to freak out because like the whole tour that I had planned and all of the air flights and the hotels and the cars and the gear, and then somebody would party too hard and sleep in. <laughs> it would all be for naught. And initially I used to get super fucking frustrated that my job was essentially babysitting grownups. But then I realized like, that's why I have a job. <laughs> so I get to do all of the crazy, amazing, fantastical things that I used to get to do in artist management is because it was needed. And that was the actual job. So I could get shitty and frustrated at it. I should probably get a new job then. That's taking responsibility, right? It's a simple reframe. It's how I talk about the cheapest, fastest way to change the world is change your perspective. So yeah, you've got to balance your time and your resources and your people and your partners and your growth and the sales and the back office, like the admin or the marketing or the accounting or repairs and maintenance or equipment um, like purchases and investments and depreciation and purchasing. I mean, if you, if you have, um, if you sell products, like just figuring out how much to allocate for purchasing the materials to manufacture those products, let alone <laughs> sell those products to inventorying and storing and delivering and shipment to and learning and educate. Yeah. Like the list is endless. And then you get to balance your hour, your morning, your afternoon, your day, your week, your month, your quarter, your year. And I can promise you you're ready. It is happening. You can do this. My question for you is, do you trust the process? Do you believe that in any moment or in any day when you can get the pieces into the right places, it's going to work out. If not, examine that. <laughs> Why are you doing this if you don't think it's going to work? What would it take for you to believe? Like, I, it's just, it's just a matter of balance. It is a verb. Look at your impatience. What are you rushing towards? My last episode is about there are no shortcuts. It's going to take as long as it takes. Thankfully, I always say to my clients, if you get through your to-do list, you're probably fucked because then you have nothing to do, which means your business is dead in the water. You should always want an ample and overflowing to-do list. It means you've got plenty to do. There's plenty of work. There's tons happening. 
that is like, uh, this isn't like a three-step process here. This is a one-step process. You fucking celebrate. You celebrate it all. You celebrate the wins. You celebrate the losses because it's in the losses where you prove yourself. It's in the losses where you show up and you say, I'm still here. I'm fucking doing this. I just realized (laughs) eight minutes in, this is going to be a short episode. I've only got one thing for you to do and it's celebrate. Woohoo! But that's how you find the balance. It's when you realize you're spinning out, you're panicking, you're going into fear mode and you're like, oh fuck, that's awesome. Woo. I almost lost it. I almost went down the fucking rabbit hole. It's time to veer back on path, get back on course. So the question is, is where are you getting this? Well, okay. The second question, I think I already said the question. The second question then is where are you getting stuck? What's the story you're telling yourself over and over and over again in terms of balance? Like I, I never have enough time. Um, my people are worthless. I don't trust my partner. I don't know where the next sale is coming from. I don't know when the next dollar is coming from. Like, have you heard that one before? Why do you keep telling yourself that story? Why are you choosing that narrative? That's crucial. Why are you choosing that narrative? How does that feel? How does it serve you? My dad, when I was six years old, and I think I was, you know, talking about all of the Christmas presents I was going to get, he looked at me and he said, expect nothing and then you'll never be disappointed. That was obviously a sobering comment for a six-year-old, just hoping that she got um, roller skates or who knows what the fuck I wanted at six. But uh, I don't like actually remember anything kind of before my family moved down to Southern California. I think that's weird. Anyhow, fun little tidbit about me. I, um, I'd carried that lesson with me for 30 years. It wasn't until I was working with an organizational psychologist who presented me with the very factual reframe that pessimism is as realistic as optimism. And so always expecting to be disappointed. Sure, it makes disappointment a little less disappointing, but it also makes it inevitable, right? Like feels like you can never set expectations high, aka goals, so that you don't have to worry about like not reaching them. But that that suggests that missing your target means anything other than missing your target. It doesn't have to be an emotional story. It doesn't need I don't need to protect myself from that. I just need to adjust my strategy and learn from that attempt, right? Do the work you're meant to do. Meaning, balance it out. Stop feeling like a fucking crazy person. Stop martyring yourself. Stop getting distracted by the fear. Someone that I work with is constantly going to, what if this doesn't work out? Well, how the fuck is it going to work out if you're constantly worrying about it not working out? Just put one foot in front of the other. Let's try this for a week. How about two weeks? Let's step out the strategy for two weeks. And she was like, but we don't have the results yet. So it's obviously not working. What? Like, that's impatience at its best. That is shortcuts at its best. Like sometimes these strategies take longer than seven days to figure out. That's the work you're meant to do. It's commit wholly and test it. 
and then celebrate. If nothing else, just that you, for, for one hour, you focused wholly and completely. You didn't let anything distract you. And how did that feel? How did that work for you? What did you achieve at the end of it? Did you learn anything? Did anything not work? Like I have to put my phone in a completely separate room if I want to do that. How did I learn that? Because like working from like five minutes to 15 minutes to 25 minutes to 30 minutes, so on and so forth of focus. Like I, I just realized I don't, I, that, that is a, that is a distraction for me. And, um, I will cont- I will go to it without even thinking. So I remove the distraction so I can do the work I'm meant to do. And this is sort of the ultimate practice of devotion, devotion to ourselves, devotion to our business, devotion to our customers, buyers, clients, devotion to our team, to our families, to our friends, to our communities. It's by putting our purpose and our mission first. And that is, that is an act of balance. It goes back to like your values. Your values are what make up your purpose. Your mission is your how, how you're going to deliver on your purpose. And then it's, it's going to be something that gets adjusted moment to moment to ensure that the majority of your values are being honored. It's not what we want to do in every moment, but what we're being asked to do. So what the fuck does that mean, BZ? It means that (laughs) I want to create a podcast that is resourceful, that is useful, that is encouraging, that connects my rebels, rule breakers, and trailblazers, my visionaries, to possibility and hope that touches on the areas of business that I don't think everybody talks about. And the systems and strategies are like super fucking easy. It's the reasons that we're not doing them. That's where the work is, right? That's what, that's what we're really meant to do. So I'm sitting here in my closet on a Sunday afternoon recording this. Now, is that what I want to do on a beautiful 77 degree, no snow cloud in the sky? day. It doesn't really matter because what I want ultimately is to connect with you and to share the wisdom and experience that I've gotten in the hopes that it's useful. And that's my work. That's my job. And so I show up one step at a time. Now, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of shit happening in my life right now, good and bad. Um, being here in this moment means that I'm going to be able to be present for some of the bad stuff and some of the more challenging stuff. And, um, and that, cause that, you know, that's a little, that's slightly like, that's less negotiable than this time right now. And yeah, it's like I said, not necessarily what we want, but what we're being asked to do. That's connecting back to your values, to your passion, to what like really brings you joy. And I can celebrate that, that I have the freedom and the space to be able to do this, that I have a closet I can actually sit in comfortably. That's amazing. That's a huge fucking win. That's actually awesome. I've never had a closet this big. (laughs) So, you know, yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. And then my last point was just make room, which is hilarious because it's exactly what I've done. I've made room and now I have a closet that's big enough to sit in. 
But what make room means in terms of this context of balance is as we're shifting our values, as we're actively pursuing this concept, the verb of balance, it is going to mean we're shifting things around and we are taking responsibility. We are learning from our mistakes. And I mean, I use that word mistake in the terms of like, what doesn't feel good? Okay. What did we learn from that? How can we shift that around? How can we remove it from our experience so we can make room for the things that we want? And that's where like, it's not about what we want, but what we're being asked to do when you are passionate about what you do and you believe in what you do and you find joy in what you do and you celebrate what you do, the byproducts are inevitable. The success, the recognition, the money, the abundance, the prosperity, the influence, the relationships, like those aren't things to focus on. The focusing is on your work, focusing on feeling good in the moment, focusing on trusting that this is all going to make sense. I spoke with a friend, an ex-client earlier this morning who is in it right now. She's got an unbelievable amount going on in her life. And what she said is, you know, like, I realize, like, I'm hopeless. I'm actually hopeless in this moment. And having been there many, many times before, hopeless to me is depression. It's when you you really, you cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel. You were, you were fully in that level one. You were in the dark, dark room with the blindfold on, your hands tied behind your back, sitting in a chair surrounded by dangerous, sharp objects. And someone said, well, all you have to do is stand up and turn the light on. And you're like, fuck you. It's dangerous. I don't want to hurt myself. I'm already in pain. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not participating. But your logical mind knows, okay, there is a light here. And on the other side of that door, there's like this, this whole big wide world. So all I need to do is survive. I just need to wait this out essentially. And that's part of the making room. Sometimes we are in survival mode. It doesn't have to mean anything. It just means we're putting one foot in front of the other. We're doing the bare minimum. We're finding solace in this moment and we can celebrate that. And that's where this idea of like body, mind, spirit, I think can become this triangulation of support because sometimes our spirit just doesn't... (laughs) either depending on our experience and where we've come from or what we're facing in this moment, it's, it's challenging to believe that this is all happening for a reason. And this is all going to make sense, but our logical mind can reinforce that with practice. I, I logically know that we are all exactly where, where we are supposed to be. There are no problems. There are only opportunities. Our potential is limitless. And all we have to do is, just stay strong. You don't even have to do something in every moment. That's where my logical mind and then my heart can show up and be like, you got this girl, you're strong. (laughs) Like, um, give yourself permission to like, take your foot off the gas pedal, you know, and then your spirit, your spirit gets to show up in that space because you've made room. Your spirit is reminded, oh yeah, I can trust myself. If nothing else, I am my own knight in shining armor. I am the guru I've been looking for. I am the expert. I know what balance feels like. Let's find some space for that because it's from there that we nurture and resource 
and support ourselves because ain't no one else doing it for you. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, you got to learn to fulfill your own needs, my friend. And when you can do that, you are unstoppable. That's what level one's kind of all about. It's learning to lick our own wounds. It's learning to give ourselves the space to heal, to make room for the expansion that's inevitably coming. Expansion, contraction, expansion, contraction. It's how it works. So this is a short episode, but it was a like pretty big conversation. So that's what the container is for my community that participates alongside the anti-business school. Cause this shit ain't easy every day, all of the time. Sure. It's can be fun. It can be simple, <laughs> but like, it also be scary and hard. I'm not just going to love and light it. Like, yeah. So find other people, find other resources, find like-minded individuals who are also trailblazing, who are creating their own blueprint, who refuse to do it the way that everybody else has done it. This is how we create that like new world that all the new agers are talking about. It's by defining your own goals, metrics, path, parameters, and containers. So come join us in the container. Check out the anti-business school. I think I'm running some kind of a special depending on when this comes out where normally it's $33 a month, but I think I'm going to do an 88 lifetime access. All you can drink access forever. Oh, uh, socials. Find me on socials at the BZ channel. Find me on the World Wide web at NicoleBZ.com. And if you are so inclined, share this with a friend or, you know, write a review. I love you. Bye.